0: for joining us for the february 24th 2023 episode of den excelsior the mostly marvel podcast i'm dennis and i'll be your host as we recap the latest super news that caught your attention our, our attention across the multiverse but as the show title suggests it'll probably be mostly marvel related um, later in the episode we'll be putting a spotlight on ant-man and the wasp quantum mania but before that we'll get uh into some news and uh q a with our guest um and just as a heads up, if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com uh slash GenX Media where you can find a variety of creative offerings, uh including recent episodes of our live after show, the soapbox, um, or uh cracking snap uh with Dennis and she, Uh all kinds of stuff going on there. Uh patrons get exclusive access to chat with us live in the soapbox, which we'll be recording tonight. Um, live. And if that's not your thing though, don't worry. We release them to the public at a later time. Um, okay, formalities are all out of the way now. Uh, I'm going to get everyone out here so that they can uh, join me in my state of non-sobriety. Um, first up, is he the Cassie to my Hank? It's Ricky. Uh,
1: Right? Are we, are, am I your Cassie?
0: I feel like <laughs> I almost, I when I was writing it, I was like, to my Scott and I'm like, Ew, no. I was like, I like the distance between a, a Hank and a and a Yeah, I mean, in
1: in you know, for those of you that don't know, we're related, but I really honestly can never remember how we're related. Like, are uh, you my uncle?
0: mother through your? Well, mother.
1: are you my uncle
0: or are you my cousin? So, well, hey, it's not one of those situations. It's not. I'm not both. I'm not both. I, I know it's not both. It's not a uncle cousin. It's a it's an or. I think it, I think it's a. A second cousin or okay. a cousin twice removed or something. I mean, like we that. could. Yeah. In we any wouldn't... case, I was just kind of teeing up for the discussion later. We can get into that relationship more. But let's uh let's get our, our guest out here before we keep going. Uh if you need someone to troll you with just endless smash mouth songs, look no further. It's Oliver. Hello. <laughs> Please don't play S- smash mouth songs on this <laughs> episode tonight. Uh, don't do that. Uh, I kind of like the sun. Don't do it. Don't even look at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Welcome.
2: Hello, it's been a while. How are you, how are you guys doing?
0: It has been a while. I don't even remember the last time, uh, which which episode it was. I think it was a Christmassy one. Mm-hmm. It was around Christmas.
1: End of end of two years ago. End of twenty twenty one. Subject.
0: Oh, you know what it was? Was it WandaVision or was it? No, WandaVision was the first thing we ever did. Mm. You've yeah. definitely been on since. Yeah, I have. Uh, I should have I should've, I should've checked. Uh, I probably could have checked. I probably still could check right now. But uh, in any case, sorry it's been so long. Um, I guess we just suck. No, but we're glad to have you back, really. Uh, what have you been up to uh, lately as far as nerd stuff goes?
2: Um, you know, I've I've just watched the the only f- movies I've f- seen in theaters over the past 3 years were the Marvel movies. So, wow. And that's and awesome. Top Gun.
0: Yeah. I was going to say and you saw Top Gun also, yeah. right? Like that's
2: you, you didn't see Avatar in theaters? Oh, actually I did. I I okay. recently saw Avatar. So, okay. yeah, that's all the that movies, like you need to out, see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that we're like slowly creeping out um, I've seen a, a few more movies, but uh, yeah. But for I those saw, like three years, so...
0: everything, everywhere, all at once, the Batman, Morbius, and Black Adam. I think those are the only extra ones besides what you just listed.
2: But all comic book ones, nonetheless.
0: Everything, everywhere, all at once oh, is yeah, yeah. is tangential. Right. It's it's uh it's produced by the uh the guys who did game, the Endgame Russos. Russo. Yes, the Russos.
2: And it has short round
0: it does yes who is in loki
1: season two that's her we, we brought it back to marvel oh, really whoa whoa are you already
0: spilling news that's been news it's oh i, I didn't don't know you he, help me with that d23 well, i wasn't a d23 oh, so well, i thought i thought that was just
2: about to be a re- really clever segue but i guess not no.
0: <laughs> it got ruined it got no ruined. it's old news cool well ricky what about you what have you been out on
1: uh what have i been nerding out on i was kind of sick this week um but uh last of us of course because that show is great and continues to be great and i again i think it's 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 fun that it's been quite some time since i played that game so where i remember the 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 moments but i don't remember the outcomes a lot
0: you know that game came out 10 years ago 10 years ago did, yeah, you bought it for me ten years ago, and I yeah. played it for five minutes and turned it off. I, and... <laughs> I worked on that game. I worked on that game eleven years ago. Like, so, don't
1: don't spoil it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so honestly,
0: uh, eleven years is long enough for me to remember, or forget some of the details too. So, so just, for like those that don't know me,
2: uh, I hate stealth in games. And so Dennis worked on this game and he sent me, He was nice enough to send me a free copy and I popped it in. I read the reviews and you know, everyone's like, Oh, this game's amazing. And the whole, the first, it just starts off <laughs> sneak around these guards. And I was like, "Fuck!" and I uh, played for like five minutes. I failed. And then I turned it off and never turned it on again. So Thank uh, God, that was free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's better. It's better when you get the free games and you give them people, and you don't know how far they ever got. To play. <laughs> but I will say that it is true, though. Like, most free games, I value way less. Like, mm-hmm. significantly less. Yeah. Uh, like, if they were given to me, rather than, like, you know, I went to the trouble of going to buy it in the store or something like that.
1: I single-handedly um, supplied all of my local GameStops Stops use PSP games
0: from you. I, I don't need to know that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just got done saying I don't need to know that. But it's. Okay. Um, what are you playing right now, Oliver?
2: Um, I'm finishing up Final Fantasy 15. Um, I fixed my camera, so I'm not like a foot shorter than you guys now. It was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was finishing, finishing up Final Fantasy 15. I'm at the uh, the last chapter, so kind of um, went back to see if I still had an appetite for JRPGs. It's been a long time. Um it's an acquired uh, taste. Well, you know, I, I played the shit out of um you know all of the classics, obviously. And so so it's been a hot minute, but with 16 coming out soon, I wanted to see if I still had it in me. And I, I I'm enjoying myself, so
1: yeah,
0: probably get it. Nice.
1: How are you, Dennis? Anything fun past
0: week? I play so much Marvel Snap, it's ridiculous. That too. That's 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 play it's that so too Good. Much. yeah other than that uh i i told you about it last week but like my, my wife and i are currently addicted to perfect match on netflix mm-hmm. it is super super just guilty pleasure show but,
2: um, what's the uh, synopsis here
0: it's all the netflix oh. reality celebrities that are Ooh. single come Ooh. together on one show Ooh. to try and date each other I will watch this. It's so good. I will watch it's this So Remember good, it. and they only ten been minute dripping. segment they've, on perfect match. <laughs> they've been dripping four episodes a week, so there's only eight so far. The last four are next week. Uh, my, my, my Tuesday, question Tuesday, I think Tuesday.
2: Um, my question is, are there any contestants
0: from that autism dating show? That's a Hulu one, I think. Oh. no, no, no. Oh, no, Lo- no, love, right. on love on the spectrum. Love on the spectrum. You're right. No, uh, I meant more the mostly it's the so, no, the answer, is yeah. no to that. The, the dumb most, mostly it's, ones. it's the game show ones or the or the I'm going on here to find my soulmate ones. Uh, but no, none from the the life on the spectrum, <laughs> love, on love, the spectrum. Love, love on the spectrum, love on the spectrum. So, yeah. like, love is blind, love is blind. Um, the love. circle, uh, uh. What is, what is the other? Oh, too hot to handle. Oh yes. Um, Is that the one where they get money taken away for sex? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, The mole, which we ended up going down that rabbit hole after I talked to you Ricky. Uh, We binged all of the mole over the week. Uh, That shows pretty good too. Um, If you've never seen it, it's pretty good. It's basically like an escape room Fans' wet dream. Like, it's just like every episode is just uh, a group of people trying to solve a puzzle, like, try to solve like big, cool, elaborate puzzles, like, um, like a spy or something like that. But then one of the members is actually a paid uh mole that's there to sabotage your experience. And you have to, they have to, every episode, they have to guess or they have to vote for who they think. No, it's is. like it's like
1: a big game of were- werewolf,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But the difference is, um, they don't get sorry. They don't vote to eliminate somebody. Instead, what they do is they fill out a survey, and whoever gets the survey the most wrong uh, gets ejected. So they never get to know uh, the, who the person the mole is. Yeah, or who the person is, is. ever yeah. until the very end of the That's show. No, so, why are, why are yeah. mole people in this dating show? Because they need love too. It's just anybody who happens to be famous from those shows uh, and is single and looking to to mingle kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird, um, but it's hosted by Nick Lachey also. Nice. So, like, half of the cast is like, hey, it's Nick. And the other half is like, whoa, it's Nick Lachey. You know, like, it's pretty funny. Um, you need to watch that show. It is hot garbage. Oh, I can imagine. Because, like, it's the all the other shows are already hot
2: garbage. The so this is, is like,
0: pretty good, though. I think the circle is pretty good.
2: This is like the Voltron of hot yes. garbage, right? It like, is the like Voltron. we got to fill garbage. out
0: everyone's contracts and and just give them an extra few <laughs> but, episodes. But Oliver, you have to watch it because every night they there's only like a set number of rooms, and they have to match up, uh, uh, and go to a room before they're the last two, because whoever's the last two of the night, they just yes, So like. Cheers. And it's all and every so every other night they add two men and every other night they add two women so it's it's an imbalance of of either and then there's like good luck and then it's it's like literally being at a bar as it gets to closing time and you're just trying to you're just seeing the last few people that have still not found somebody to go home with it is tragic it's so funny man you gotta watch it anyways This portion of the show was sponsored by uh, The Mole. No, not Netflix. Love on the the Spectrum. Uh, Yeah. We each have a different one. Uh, No, it was not sponsored (laughs) by that. Uh, Okay. I've seen all the seasons, by the way. Really? Yeah, I've
2: watched both seasons of Love on the Spectrum.
0: This all sounds like something we should talk about uh, in the soapbox later. But we do have we we do have nerdy stuff to talk about related to Marvel and everything, because that's kind of what we do the show for Uh, other. uh, The other thing we do is, you know, get drunk and hang out um, on a Friday night. So let's pretend to have a show. Ricky, why don't you do your thing?
1: Okay, uh, this is a bit of news Dennis yeah, made me aware of about an hour ago. <laughs> um, for all of us, cool Marvel Unlimited subscribers, uh, we're getting a little X Men uh Zoom call, the 60th anniversary of the X Men, and they're doing a little Zoom chat. What are they? Are they just, just little um,
0: it's kind of like, like getting a bunch of Comic Con panels all at once on a specific topic if if it's anything like the one they did for Deadpool, I think like a year or two ago. Rob Liefeld is gonna be at this one just like he was at the other one. Um they don't allow they they if you want to ask a question you submit it like a few weeks in advance and they vet it so you don't you can't just like just spam hate on, on is Rob a chat. No there's no there's okay. no okay no, yeah. uh so it's just gonna be an event. That uh they'll just take you through the the years of, of X-Men and then they might for uh people who are uh Marvel insiders as well, they might give you a code to go and redeem something on Insider. Um, get a weird you NFT. You might get a weird NFT. It's possible, it's very possible. Um, but yeah, if you're a subscriber to Marvel Unlimited, check it out. Cool. <clears throat> uh
1: this bit of news, probably my favorite news of the week. Rogers, the musical, uh the fake musical from uh it, Hawkeye. Oh my god. Is coming to Disneyland the California Adventure. It will be taking place of uh Frozen, who has this Hyperion Theater, the one inside the park.
0: Yeah. But yeah. they're
1: gonna do a starting this summer, you'll be able to see a condensed version of Rogers' music. Wait, wait, wait.
0: A condensed version?
1: Condensed or they they used the phrasing in the press release. It's it's a one uh, one act play. How
0: about that? Oh, okay. So. Cool. Are you excited, Oliver? No,
2: yeah. no. I mean, I love musicals, but it was—I mean, it was purposely corny as heck. But the songs weren't even catchy. It was still the song, mate?
1: Right? Mm. It,
0: it wasn't catchy. It
1: wasn't catchy. I mean, I, I like. I just like, think it's weird. Like the. Guardians
2: of the Galaxy Christmas special, those are joke songs, but those songs are catchy as heck.
1: Right? Like
0: Yeah. I'm gonna play those. I'm gonna play that thing every year.
1: I just think I mean Maybe. it's it's like the MCU's 9-11. <laughs> and then there's like a very upbeat musical about the situation. It, in I, my head,
2: I, the 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 Simpsons, the Dr. Zeus,
0: Dr. Zayus, that's what's going yeah, through my head. I get you. Um I, you know, I'm beginning to wonder if it was their 9-11. Like, I kind of feel like the Snap is the MCU. Probably the new, I mean,
1: yeah, you're talking crazy events, yes, the Snap was. Yeah. uh, But at the time, this was. Sure. I guess by that logic, yes, in hindsight, this would seem like a cakewalk compared to the the Snap in universe.
0: Yeah, I think the Snap is, is. I don't think we need to see something bigger to the snap than the snap for a while, uh, because it makes the snap that special. And you know, I want I want kids to grow up with the the snap knowing, uh, knowing how how tragic did, it was.
2: Did we just downgrade it to Oklahoma City? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we did. The-
2: <laughs> <laughs> so bad.
1: Speaking of bad,
0: <laughs> um, you can get
1: a kind of rough looking Kang, or well, you can find a rough looking Kang at uh, wow. at Avengers Campus uh, starting now. And uh, you know, as a tie in, well, rough from the looking Kang, huh? I think he looks weird. I just think the costume looks much better on screen.
2: Well, he he looks and, too like bulky. He's not buff. He's just like drink too much.
1: And you. <laughs> And he needs the helmet. Like, make the helmet work. I don't know how you do it, but make, make the helmet work.
0: But they're going cheap, bro. They're going cheap.
1: But, you know, it's not cheap. That little thing on the bottom, that's a, a drink holder modeled after the ooze container from Quantum Manium. So you, all you collectors out there can go pick one up uh, for oh $20. Bucks. Jeez. There
0: was a <laughs> ooze mean,
2: container?
0: Yeah, there was. But we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. That cool. looks like the... Uh, Aether from
2: Thor two or whatever. The it was. Ether. Yeah, yeah.
1: Aether, yeah, <laughs> well, the This guy doesn't look like the Aether. Yes, Steven Yoon will be in the Thunderbolts movie. Um, he was cast uh, reported by our friends at Deadline. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he will be uh He better be cool prominently in in uh Thunderbolts. Who I okay. mean, throw me throw me characters. Jubilee. <laughs> I think you can gender swap Jubilee, <laughs> be
0: cool. Uh, you know, there's so many characters in in the Thunderbolts that just don't matter. Like, like their backgrounds are so nebulous that you could just he, he could be any of them. It's fine. He it's I don't I don't really care which Thunderbolt he is. I just I don't think he is a Thunderbolt. I People think he's going to be throwing some... around
1: Amadeus Cho. He's uh, the biggie. Because his mom's in Ultron, right? Is it if I'm not mistaken?
0: Yeah. Amadeus Cho's mom is in Age of Ultron. Um, That would be interesting. If he's Amadeus Cho, he eventually becomes a Hulk. Um, So that'd be cool, I guess. Sure.
2: Can you uh, enlighten this filthy casual on the Thunderbolts? Just
0: two sentences. The the Thunderbolts is like Marvel Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad but
1: instead of amanda waller it's uh general thunderbolt ross who's in charge right
0: i would uh it's not always thunderbolt ross like it's been different people throughout the 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 comics but this is not this is not a correct let me let me do it let me do it
1: we're out of sentences
0: no because you jumped in on my sentences (laughs) um so the suicide squad is is its own thing. What the Thunderbolts is, is it's a superhero team of superheroes that were former villains, right? right. But the trick, the, the conceit is it's superheroes uh, pretending to be, or supervillains pretending to be superheroes to win them over. Some actually eventually like the gig and some have their own ulteriors, but the real leader of the Thunderbolts in the comics was Baron Zemo.
2: Hmm.
0: And so a lot of people are really like still wondering, yeah, that's cute. You want to announce Steve? You and okay, cool. I'm waiting for you to tell me that Baron Zemo is in this movie because they have not announced that yet. And that's the problem. Just working Ryan. out their contracts. We need Zemo. Because Zemo's whole deal is he forms the Thunderbolts, but under different aliases with masks and stuff, and they're like, "Woo, we're superheroes!" And then all of a sudden, you know, the 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 reveal happens at at a certain point. Wait, so, so they're pretending to be superheroes? Yes, They It's different. It's not the Suicide Squad.
2: Like, but when you say the the Suicide pre- Squad, pretending. has forced
0: that gunpoint to go and and do heroic things. Right. Right. So are uh, the they doing
2: superhero missions, or are well, they? Doing yes, bad they thing? are
0: doing superhero missions, but Zemo has secret plans for why he's doing this. Got it. Okay, you so they're it? doing
2: good things, but there's an ulterior motive. Behind yes, it. Okay. yes, yes. Exactly.
0: That was two sentences, right? Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, on its third sentence, we got Guardians of the Galaxy uh marvel
0: legends figures did Did you photoshop draxon what what's what's the deal with that box? Uh, some, somebody did i didn't photoshop it <laughs> but yes uh yeah the new uh there's a new wave of marvel legends that got dropped uh this week and uh i know some people get mad but the build a figure is that dog over on the right uh cosmo uh it's pretty small for a build a figure But I think the thing that excited me the most about this, and I honestly almost, like, teared up from this and the trailer. It's a superhero team all wearing the same damn uniform. How hard is that to pull off in movies, man? Like, the X-Men have done it, but they did it all wrong. They did it weird. But this is the actual, like, Guardians of the Galaxy uniform in the comics. Uh, Don't ask me why Kraglin is still wearing his old outfit. He sucks so bad. Why does he suck?
1: Yeah,
0: I just don't like him. He looks dirty. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> do you do you wish dirty? Do you wish it was Harry Styles instead of Adam Poulter? Uh no. Harry Styles is another character. Oh, is he? Yeah,
1: he's yeah. in the Eternals he's in the
0: Eternals. Spoilers. He's he's playing uh Thanos's brother or or adopted. Star Fox. Eros slash Star Fox, yes. Mm-hmm. Do a that bro- uh, so, Anyways, so that's Cosmo, the space dog. Uh, it is cool here. that
1: that it can sit down, though. That's that's kind of
0: cool. Oh man, that's a super posable dog. And I don't know if you noticed that the Rocket figure had bendable uh, knees too, which is something they've never done on a Rocket. So pretty cool. And then there's also a deluxe Groot figure. <laughs> I guess this is Groot's new final form, his giant hulking he's mass, like the shade of a tootsie roll. I mean, yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool figure. A lot of dynamic uh, posing you can do, like alternate hands, a baby rocket figure for him to hold. I don't know if that's a spoiler. Um, and then, uh, yeah, today was announced uh, just another figure coming out. Um, Power Man. This is classic 1970s Luke Cage. That figure looks freaking awesome because of the deep cut on that sh- That shirt or that blouse is that a blouse i guess it's a blouse right yeah the deepest of v-necks that is the deepest uh that is an amazing looking figure it's so funny um i want i don't know it's supposed to come out later this year it's rumored there's going to be a marvel knights wave who knows what sculpt is that body on uh, i think that's the newer beefier uh sculpt that we recently got on a walgreens century figure and i think yeah he's a, he's a
1: he's a thick boy he's got yeah like it's stockier
0: it's a medium-sized build you know like or a, and by medium i mean on the scale of superhero to hulk is what i mean medium that's that's what the figure bodies look like it's it's a rob L- Liefeld uh uh
2: captain america yeah there you <laughs> go
0: no, I actually do. They wore, they did have a mold before that did create the chest that was similar to Rob Liefeld, Captain America's. And everybody hated that. There's an there's other Luke Cage figure on that body. So I think that's why everybody's excited about this one because it actually has normal human proportions for a superhero rather than whatever Rob Liefeld, Rob Liefeld draws. Yeah. Breasts. <laughs> yes, breasts. Uh, but yeah, that's all the, the, the Marvel Legends, um, you know, For this week, I mean, seriously, they have a fan stream next week, by the way, on the first, like these guys don't stop, man. They just, this is like three weeks in a row. I think I've been covering stuff that they've been announcing. It feels like it's been like 10 toys a month so far. Something like that. It's, it's, but the, to be fair, they don't all come out in the same month. You know what I mean? They just, they front load all of their orders in the beginning of the year and then, like, you get all this stuff in, like, August through November and stuff. It's really, it's weird. But anyways, uh, I don't have anything else on the news. Do you?
1: No news. Just questions.
0: Wow. I was going to just see if Oliver had any news first before we jumped into it. But... I
1: mean, it was, you say we have that document beforehand where you put that
0: stuff. <laughs> There's a document? Right. Am I supposed to be reading some uh, show notes right now? No, no, no. no. There's no document for you. It's just us. We just write a bunch of stuff about you Yeah. and uh, and then decide, you know, we vote. We vote on a lot of things. Uh, No, but since we're doing the trivia, uh, Oliver, I've pulled together some questions uh, that may have been prepared for you or may generically be for all of us. Uh, Why don't we find out? Here we go. At Anna Hackwin writes, what's your most useless piece of trivia? Regarding nerd stuff or
2: just in general? I don't know. Oh my God. This is hard. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things I've been hosting trivia for like 13 years. So I have so much useless trivia. It's like, like it's yeah. What's the most useless? It, well, Generally, it's all useless. Like, define useless. Like, useless in the sense that everyone knows it? No, useless in, like, you'll never need to know. Oh, you'll never, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll never come. Like, like you know, like, wombats have square-shaped poop. Like, that kind of thing, you know?
0: Is that the um, most useless? No, okay. but... I,
2: I, I'll have to stew on that a little bit.
0: All right, stew on it. I caught you off guard. I like it. Yeah, I like it. What about you, Ricky?
1: Uh, I work at the zoo, so I know a lot of dumb animal facts. Um, uh, tape here has a prehensile penis. So they can okay. uh, grab and move stuff
0: with their junk. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's pretty freaking awesome. I don't know if that's useless. I feel like that's really useful.
1: I mean, you don't... The grip strength in there, let's, let's be clear. <laughs> you're just
0: prodding so all right all right all right fair enough fair enough we don't need to go any further into that bit i would say if i had to answer this question uh it it would be the 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 amount of storage in my brain for all the different names of characters that i have you know in there but more specifically you know, because I like my superheroes, I like my, my cartoons and stuff like that, but it's the amount of storage I've allocated to Pokemon names just by virtue of living with someone who was obsessed with those things. Uh, I know way too many Pokemon names and I hate it. I hate it. I hate that I know that. Is that Vince? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had he had a poster with all of the original ones on his wall. So I couldn't so- help but know them. So when you were sleeping together, you'd have to look up and... Yeah, 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 exactly. You know. he, he, By wall, I mean on his ceiling. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. All right. At Vladdy P. Funk writes, <laughs> Oliver, how drunk are you right now? Hey, who's Vladdy
2: P. Funk? <laughs> I'm, I'm on a scale of like one to ten. I'm probably like a one. But oh. because I, I'm just coming okay, out of... I I just I well it's end of February but I did dry January and um and then I've just kind of like kept it like pretty low key since then um so yeah I like but you know I'm I'm one of these nice young. The nice one of these young, D. um and then I got a little
0: glass of whiskey here so Dennis told me to get get drunk ready right, to party so I'm, I'm ready yeah you got this is this that question is a is, is prompting you to keep going right now. Keep drinking.
2: <laughs> uh, is Vladi
0: P. Funk even a real person?
2: I'm going to look them up on Twitter right now.
0: I don't know. And How then do you not do that? At,
2: <laughs> at, Dikembe,
0: <laughs> at Dikembe, what's your least favorite MCU project?
2: Uh, WandaVision. Hello. Wait, tell what? You, why
1: didn't, tell are we us, get tell us why.
2: Tell us why. <clears throat> um, I like in in just general media in in reading books or, or movies i don't like dream states like parts of the story that are conveyed in dream or like stories mm-hmm. that go into a dream because ultimately it means nothing dreams are of no consequence right so
1: all those little state inception
2: what no those all were what are you talking about inception's all dreams it's the whole yeah. movie
1: the dream state
2: well but they were in inducing dreams in order to get information and that I mean there, there was a point to it, but like but like
0: I was inducing dream states to yeah but like gonna break, sitcoms, gonna break up right? this
2: hate all those sitcom pieces like none of them had to do with the actual story I was like oh does this really mean this is going on or they never really translated to anything like you could have took out took taken out all of those definitely sitcom piece. pieces and, and the the story wouldn't change at all. Wouldn't have changed at all.
0: You know what I mean? So so it doesn't excite you that Deborah Joe Rup is is or rep is uh reprising her role in the Agatha show?
2: Um is that is that Agatha?
0: No, it's Kitty from um from that '70s show, who played mm-hmm. the boss's wife in the first episode of Wandavision. And they, the boss and the wife, come over for dinner.
2: Right, right. The lobster, yeah. Um, sure. You know, but like, it's, <laughs> it's all irrelevant. Like nothing. That whole lobster bit and like nothing. I was like, oh, is there? If if like later on, a giant lobster monster came and like attacked this Westview, then okay, right? Like this becomes that it's like Chekhov's gun, like
0: yeah,
2: it was just never taken off the wall. I you know?
0: I agree with you that the that, that all the TV shows were fun because we were trying to figure out how they related to something, but then they ended up just being a metaphor for her remembering right fondly of the TV shows that her dad carried in a briefcase, right? So like yeah. it wasn't not not any episode was actually like actively working towards the plot of the store of the show i think it would have been really cool like
2: it would have completely turned my opinion on its head if all those little sitcom pieces later on like came back and and were like a part and they all just kind of came together that would have been really cool um but the fact that they were just there as a you know like you said um this is because in war-torn Sokovia, this is what you watched. It was like, hmm.
0: I still so. like the ship of the, the Theseus. I like Vision in that show. I yeah, thought Vision he was pretty
1: was cool. Yeah, Vision out. was good.
0: Yeah, what about you, Ricky? What's your least favorite?
1: MCU thing? Um, uh, for a minute,
0: it was definitely Iron Man 3. But... That movie is amazing. It's is, that,
2: is,
1: that, is that Mandarin? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Ant-Man Two, or the I don't remember the the subplot of that Ant-Man and the Wasp. There you go. Um, really?
0: That's your least favorite, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't do anything for me. It 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 was funny, but Thor of was... the
0: Dark World is pretty bad, man.
1: Mm.
0: Thor of the Dark World is a bad movie. That's that's our first people's.
1: Number one, lowest yeah. rated. Well, there's
0: a lot of people that now think Ragnarok's worse than the Dark World, and I'm like, Ragnarok or the Love and Thunder? Or, sorry, Love and Thunder. I meant to say Love and yeah. That was a pretty bad movie too. I don't think that movie's bad. I think that movie. Was- I think Love and Thunder. I I say. I mean,
2: I was talking to Colleen about it. We watched it together, and like we're in a place that I think similar to like Taika Waititi, like as. Um, someone who is married, who's loved and lost, who has children—it hit a lot different than if
1: I was a teenager and I watched that yeah. movie. Yeah, you know, I don't think that was my problem with it, though. I would say like the
0: the lack of soul that you have.
1: It's very—it's it's two very different movies. It's like kind of hardcore comedy up until Jane reveals the Thor condition, and then. But I don't it gets, think it's like those, super I serious. Are,
0: I don't think those are mutually independent. Honestly, I think. Some of the best comedies have really sad moments in them. Yeah. Uh, but he, there's like a very, like, so you can have the highs and the lows, you know?
1: Yeah, but the, it got silly. That movie's too silly.
0: As good I as it gets.
1: I don't like Silly Thor.
0: I like Silly Thor. I like that uh, this is him still working through his issues, right? Like, this is, he's choosing to ignore being a responsible adult, right? He, He was supposed to be king of Asgard and he gave it to Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. Like he is going through his midlife crisis right now. And I don't have a problem with that. Like, I think that's, that's a cool thing to explore is what does the midlife crisis of a freaking God look like, you know, and that's where he is. But by the end of it, he comes out of it. And now he's chosen to be a father, right? So I think you get, you're going to get a different Thor next time around, you know? So, is he still contracted to be Thor? Yeah, I think he's is still he? coming back. No, I think so. Hmm. I mean, I don't mind. You probably get like three
1: or four more appearances out of him, right?
0: I think he loves being Thor, dude. I mean, I don't he, think he... he is Thor. <laughs> he is Thor, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like in the same way that that Robert Downey is Iron Man, and 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 uh, Chris Evans is Captain America. It's really hard to picture anybody else as those three characters. Um, yeah. Good. Good on them. Uh, but you know what? If we're if we're listing those off, like I would say, uh, it's time to to lead into the the show we're going to talk about because I do believe that it's hard for me to picture anybody as Ant Man other than Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting a spotlight on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. All right, I'm going to give some some disclaimers here uh, so that, you know, everybody's on the same page. Uh, we waited long enough uh, and by waited, I mean, we actually spent, uh, we waited a week. Normally on the show, we talk about whatever hot movie or show is, uh, like, right away. We just do it instantly and I felt like I wanted to try something different where we're a little bit removed from it, uh, give people enough time so that we're not spoiling it for 99% of the people who wanted to watch us. And uh, so we gave it a week, right? But here's the other thing. All three of us actually did watch it last week. We have not gone back to rewatch it again since then. And uh, our guest, Oliver, didn't even know he was going to be on the show until after he watched it. So this is, <laughs> this is no notes. This is no notes. This is us reviewing a movie and giving you fair Uncut warning. That we're giving a you spoiler warnings, but at the same time, our spoilers might even be wrong. They might be, <laughs> they might be inaccurate. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm down to talk about this movie. I can give you a little like setup, so it's kind of a reminder. I got this one from INDB. Uh, I had to edit it, actually, a little. Ah, uh, Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, and Cassie Lang, uh, explore the quantum realm where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. That is so dumb. How many character names they had to list in that? It's dumb. Totally, like, because quantum mania is like their made-up dumb word. Like, I wonder. Well, that's a joke in the second movie, yeah. right in, in the second movie is he he's like, "I feel like you just put quantum in front of everything uh and make it a new word so but what are you hmm. gonna say
1: no I'd say, like yeah well like the the quantum mania title, I just remember it being like just so weird when they announced it, and then just after this movie it's it's still dumb, like it's all dumb
2: yeah and, but but how much was your mind blown at the post like after the movie ended and then it said Ant-Man and the
0: letters came in and then said, that was cool, I was I like, character. Oh, that. I, I felt like that justified the stupid name of the movie. Absolutely. percent. <laughs> and I thought that was like the best joke of the movie was that was, was the, that was the punchline at the end. It's like, look, it's Ant-Man um that's
2: like a next level fast and the furious like you know subtitle you know what i mean like it is it is
0: it's pretty great and i think if you're gonna do a third movie and you're not really sure what you should do the third movie on just go all in on quantum mania uh by the way zach is joining us tonight he said don't worry i watched it twice for y'all um so there you go cool thanks for joining us uh quantum mania was basically just Uh, you know, teased in the first and second Ant Man movies. Uh, it was kind of set up in this at the end of the second one as, uh, you know, Scott went into the quantum realm, uh, to go collect quantum energy so they could bring it back and help uh, restore Ghost's weird phasing problem, right? But then Mm -hmm. he got stuck there when the snap happened and. He was there for who knows how long until he was
1: he was there for thirty minutes.
0: Okay, thirty yeah. minutes. You know how long? Uh, he was there for thirty minutes uh, in that in quantum realm time before the Mickey Mouse was crawling around in the van in the storage lot and flipped the switch and turned the switch back on and then thus begins the the plot yeah. of Endgame, right? Or mm-hmm. no? Yeah, Endgame. Um, so he missed the whole snap, basically. And we never got a a third of a a finished through line of what was the story with Janet in the quantum realm? What's what's in the quantum realm? Because we get a lot of weird flashes of it in like the two Ant-Man movies. Like so briefly, you can't see things. And then it was kind of implied that the, the, um, the bureau, uh, I'm I'm trying to remember that the, the timekeepers in, uh, in, TV. the, in a, the TVA, sorry, the TVA, the Time Variance Authority in Loki may be existing in the quantum realm. I'm not sure because it's a place that exists outside of time. Correct. Quantum realm exists out of time. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And that's what they've said about the TVA as well. So, uh, yeah, but we got to see a lot of it in this movie and I'm not even sure how much of it we saw. I'm not even sure if there's like way more that we didn't get to see or whatever, but like, it was all bonkers. Like it was just, I mean, what did you guys think of it? Like, what did you, was there anything in the quantum realm that you really enjoyed seeing? Well, going before that, the, the previews
2: kind of didn't misrepresent the movie, but it made it seem like the plot was like Scott was doing all these things because I lost so much time with Cassie I'm doing this to get my time back with cassie but that wasn't the plot of the movie at all do it wasn't that?
0: the plot of the movie at all it was basically a zany honey i shrunk the kids uh moment where cassie was doing an experiment to find out to map the quantum realm right that's right. what she wanted to do she wanted to learn more about it uh cassie is now played by catherine newton in this movie um uh, who had replaced uh, Emma Furman, I believe she was. She played her in the last movie, mm-hmm. and that girl replaced the young girl uh, from the other two movies. Anyways, Cassie is a super genius uh, who s- studied Grandpa Hank's journals. I'm not sure how he's actually her grandpa, unless is step grandpa. <laughs> Are they married? I don't know. Like they never actually say. Are Hope and Are Hope and Scott married?
2: No, I think so. No.
0: Well, she just likes calling him Grandpa Hague. Anyway, she uses his notes, makes a device, and they, they're going to reveal it to Mom, or to Grandma. And Grandma is, freaks out because she's like, wait, are you sending a signal there right now? Turn it off. She turns it off, and then all of a sudden something happens, and the entire cast that they've chosen to use for this movie uh, gets sucked in. Yeah, back all the way back down, uh, going subatomic just like they did in the other movies. But the only difference is this time uh, it's not done through pin particles. And that is the lazy justification for why none of the actors ever have to wear helmets or masks uh, through the whole movie. So they can just be fate- maskless. And that really annoyed me. And I don't know. I don't know how you guys felt about that
1: i mean it's just one bonkers bonkers thing to another but like to be honest like i i do appreciate that that movie moved, how quickly that movie uh goes in the sense that like they kind of get them you know here's here's back where uh here's what a man's doing today and then five minutes later they're in they're in the quantum realm Was but it's it five minutes though yeah. they literally do like the song sequence, they go they to Basketball and the Robins bit. And then you're you're in the quantum zone, baby. Really? Okay. In it, they get in it pretty quick.
0: But then but then
2: after that, once they get to the quantum realm, it's like thirty, forty five minutes of like delayed exposition where uh,
1: because Michelle,
2: Michelle Michelle like, Pfeiffer is that? Yeah, yeah. Michelle she refuses Pfeiffer.
0: to keep telling yeah. them what happened. Exactly. So like it was she, like every was like every five like minutes like
2: I can't tell you. I can't or tell like, you.
0: I'll tell you in a little
2: bit. No, we have to go get them first. No, as like all right, we're waiting for the exposition, but they they
0: just keep bringing it up. And this is going to happen. And, and we're going to get a timeline soon, I think, but. Uh, The MCU needs to tell us how far after the snap this movie takes place, but however long it is, she still has not told anybody about the quantum realm. And like they make it a point where they're like, hey, we made this thing without your help because you never want to talk about it. And it's like, dude, I feel like they took what could have been a potentially awesome character in Janet Van Dyne and they made her the most annoying trope ever the character that has all the information that would be useful to the other characters, <laughs> but refuses to use any of it, the entire movie. Like, right. Ugh, that annoyed me so she, much. She also lost her powers. Didn't you have powers? And she had powers in anime. I lost to you. Yes. She like could touch things and fix them. And so I don't. Yeah. I, I gotta nothing. say
2: though, I know there was a, probably a little digital smoothing going on, but she's looking good.
0: You mean, you said a little digital. No, oh,
2: a Michelle lot. Piper looks great. You know, she looks. She looked amazing in the movie, though. But... Yeah,
0: she did look good. She looked good in the movie. Um, I just couldn't stop asking myself, is this a visual effect like everything else I'm watching in this movie?
2: Like, um, like, like every movie you see now with uh, the new uh, Indiana Jones trailer, and it's like young,
0: younger Harrison
2: Ford as himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The de aging. Well, that's a lot of the Ant-Man movies is using the de-aging. Like the first one has a whole scene with Michael Douglas de-aged and then Peggy Carter is aged up and like, it's all this funny stuff. And then uh, I think they do another flashback scene in in the second one where you get Michelle Pfeiffer and and, uh, Hank Pym de-aged as well. Uh, Or sorry, Hank Pym. See what I did there? I meant Michael Douglas. Um, I think that speaks to something like, so if I'm going to, If we're going to talk about just how annoying Janet was in the movie, can I just take a moment to tell you guys like the exact opposite? I think Hank Pym was the only time in this movie that I felt like I had a soul like he made me. He's pretty good. He made me almost tear up how how freaking Ant-Man he was in that movie. Uh, It was cool, man. Like, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I mean like when he like in terms of character or like what you did in the movie, like
0: that the whole ant thing
1: is is pretty incredible.
0: That character is the only character in the Ant-Man movies that is continuously holding down the ant theme of the moniker, right? Like nothing else Ant Man does is ant related at all, but Hank Pym refuses to let it go. Gotta keep that. They, they exploded on such an epic scale at the end when he just comes through to save everybody. I know we're skipping way ahead, uh, but he has amassed an, an army of sentient, like super high-tech ants that were his ants that got sent here and like and they lived like entire Multiple lifetimes? I forget how many generations? Like ten they ten centuries,
1: what they said.
0: Yeah, they lived 10 centuries before he found them, right? But they're his ants. And I thought that was one of the most coolest parts of the movie is just like glossing over that Rick and Morty style. But then yeah, he just shows up to save the day, just walking in with this a massive amount of ants. And I'm just like,
1: I mean, it was hero's, his hero's uh, my hero's moment, because like in the other ones, he's always complaining. He's always, he seems always upset. He's not really helping. He's, he's, yeah, he's just exactly. Gonna, and I think that's daughter. the, that's, but this was like his he, moment, his real MCU moment.
0: I think he got paid off from the previous two movies, right? Like his character finally got that, that moment. And so I thought it was really cool that this was the character that was getting an arc because I don't think. I don't know. Like, do you like the how did how did you guys feel about the arcs of the other characters? What what arcs? Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what the, I noticed I, was the,
1: the inverse to Hank, he got Modok, and Rodak I really did liked, have an arc. He I mean, had a fun arc to uplift uplift the. I don't want to just dunk on the movie, but his arc is because he, he's a perfect Modok for the MCU in terms of his character development, where he was at. And for him to touch base with Scott again with the, uh, you know, Wasp and Janet, or not Janet, but uh, Hank. And you you kind of, it brings you back to Ant-Man 1, you know, where like, it wasn't so, how do I say, like silly? Or Ant-Man yeah. 1 had a, like a charm and a silliness to it where
0: this movie was trying to be Sometimes this movie game, is sometimes. trying to be Star Wars. This movie is trying yeah. to be Star Wars. Am I wrong? Did you guys not feel like it was? It, it was like
2: yeah. When they went to the cantina, I was like, "You saw all the all action, action figures you can get." I, yeah, I was like, "All right." the The direction here is make Tatooine, but don't copy any of the like aliens. Right? It's like the same aliens, but like different.
0: Yeah. It it. As soon as they arrived, but even before they ever got there, I was just like, oh, wow. As soon as we got to the quantum realm, it was just constant green screen. Like you could just feel the, the the entire like. There was no more need to design sets, you know, in this movie, there's not a lot of like actually like cool sets. Like, I don't know, like in Loki, it just felt like Loki, we got a lot more actual built, you know, structures and stuff. Uh, but for this movie, it just felt like it was all just a magical uh, visual effect that we were staring at, and it kept making me. I kept getting pulled out of the movie the whole time because I kept thinking about my trauma from watching the Phantom Menace, uh, and how like <laughs> at least with the Phantom Menace, I had those 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 blinders on that let me just enjoy the Star Warsness of it. No, but this you I loved wasn't Ant Man blinders. I wasn't enjoying the Ant-Man of it because it felt very disconnected from the other two movies. Right. Like it just didn't like it felt comic booky, but in, in not ways that were meaningful to me, I guess.
1: It's Uh, like you you read a bunch of Ant-Man from the sixties and you pick up an Ant-Man from like the nineties and yeah, they're the same Ant-Man, but one's chipper and one's dark and edgy.
0: Yeah. It's like that. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I, I did uh back on the Modoc conversation for a second, like according to the screenwriter, uh Jeff Loveness, apparently the MCU uh incarnation of Modoc was influenced by uh Kevin Klein's portrayal of Otto from A Fish Called Wanda and Frank Grimes from the classic Simpsons episode Homer's Enemy. And I think that description perfectly nails this character on the head. Like that's actually I see it. I see it. But man that face is this an
1: actual poster yeah came out today okay
2: because i was like i i thought it was like supposed to be like a surprise you know what i mean
0: it was for the first week but yeah they always release like character posters a week after any mcu thing comes out oh my god that face that's a shiny dome i know you know what's funny about this like when i first saw this thing I did not know what to think about it, but I, <laughs> but the kids behind me, at the theater, oh my goodness! Well, they, then they were went, th- they went, the, they dying. went with
1: the dumbness of it, right? I, I, it's only, it's a change, like I think, uh, upset a lot of people because people want this like super, murder Just bot modoc. yeah, or you get the dumb silly dude because he is, yeah.
0: I, but here's the thing though, like as crazy as i i thrown off as i was when i first saw this character the more and more i watched it the more i studied it the more i looked at it and aside from the bald head that is the most accurate freaking representation of a live action modok i could ever look at it just the smile is weird right because he's so he's so happy looking like that's i think but like that suit is a hundred percent modok which is totally different from the thing they showed in comic con trailers last year like they've yeah they've they did completely... the face shield thing
2: do you have a picture of that somewhere
0: no but not just the face shield thing it's a completely different design you can find you can find the old the old modoks yeah i'll i'll find, we'll find the picture for you in a bit um but he looked very different in in the original uh promotional uh trailers and stuff but anyways I don't know. Uh, what, do, what do you guys think about this character? Like, did, were you, were you in enjoying it or were you just like taken off at, taken aback by this?
2: I mean, the whole thing was so outlandish. It, it didn't really phase me. Like, um, I always, I, I never knew, I never read any comics with Modoc in it. I always thought he looked really dumb. Like, <laughs> like comic wise, he looked stupid. Um, I thought the uh that cartoon that came out that semi that animated type of oh, the, the clay man yeah, 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 Modoc shot, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that looked cool, like I was like that looks like a cool Modoc right, like as Modocs go like aesthetically uh and this one was silly, but i was a lot, I, I was in for it, yeah, no he he really sold the show for me, yeah, the show looked cool, I thought the show looked cool like the aesthetics of the show and he totally fit in in terms of this. I was like,
0: okay, you know, we're in the quantum realm. (laughs) For sure. But when you get, you get to see his whole, uh, origin story in this movie, right? Like you get, the baby butt. Yeah. yeah, Origin. Then he gets, uh, you know, like his, his, um, his call to adventure, Then he has the revelation at a certain point in the story and then he ends up turning to I mean kind of he He, he dies an Avenger. Right. (laughs) And that's a full ass arc that this character got but I challenge you to tell me what Kang's deal is. He wants uh, the time juice to uh, to
1: make his time machine motors small. He
2: he wants all the other Kangs are messing up the uh all the timelines and he wants to make the right the the master
0: timeline. I don't know. (laughs) I I felt like the most frustrating thing about this Kang is just like the Kang that you got in the uh Loki, Loki. um, this was another not really Kang Kang you know what I mean like this was a you look at it I mean so tell me about Kang like Kang is a is a time traveler from the 31st century that has so much technology that like I mean he can do whatever right but like you have to have like I mean he he usually, just pulls like guns out from different time periods and stuff like that. Uh, he, he has a lot of you know access to time stuff, and that's that's what he does. He does lots of time shenanigans and stuff like that. In this movie, you get a Kang that never does time stuff ever, and like and then dies at the end of the movie. <laughs> like,
1: well, I mean, I, the, the time stuff makes sense because they. Is the time
0: stuff the chair or is the time stuff like his inherent power? It's, it's like, a, you know, it's in a suit. I don't believe it's mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the chair itself, but like. They gave you a Kang that doesn't do Kang shit. And that was really weird to me. Like he says Kang shit. He acts like a Kang. Like, but like, they're not. They, they don't want to because this is the, the first of many instances we're going to see of Kang, even at the end of the movie. Right. In the in the post 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 credits, it says Kang will return. It doesn't say Ant-Man will return or MODOK will return. That movie was a giant setup for a larger Kang story. The King, right. King appetizer. But the problem is it was an appetizer that had no depth to it. Right. Was Jonathan Majors super good I'm at telling it? Telling me this ain't no yes. bloomin' onion. I'm telling you, there's an onion, but they won't let us get through the layers. <laughs> there are layers to Kang, right? But so this character that we got in the movie was weird to me because as a, as as somebody who reads him in the comics, I was like, so we're just gonna have an entire story with Kang where he doesn't do time shit because that's weird. I just kind of thought we were gonna do like anything related to to time at all in this movie, because that's Kang's thing. And I kind of, I kind of assumed that like Kang would have beef with somebody about all the time shenanigans they pulled in Endgame, Right. And, you know, we got a, a glimpse at a, at a, a Kang in, um, at the end of loki right which is also Mm -hmm. a time shenanigans show so it was just really weird to me that like there's all this time travel that's been happening in the mcu and then we get a story in in the mcu with kang that has no time travel at all
2: he made it seem like
0: he's experienced multiple times yeah like like he
2: he has done so much time stuff that all the thing time shenanigans that have happened so far seem uh, gave me an impression that it was like small potatoes, you know, like it didn't affect anything. It was like, yeah, all the other kangs. It's are how missing. you feel about
0: the what if show, right? It right. doesn't affect anything unless it does, right? Yeah, and yeah. I know that they will retroactively make this story better because this is clearly chapter one, right? But I just feel mm-hmm. like. Movie one hundred and one would say, you know, make this villain compelling and 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 relatable in some way. And I just don't, I don't know what his motives are, other than I need to get back because maybe the other ones are bad or he's the bad one. Like it's all perspective, right? But when he dies at the end of the movie, then you're like, okay, so I guess the next time I see a Kang, it's going to be a different one. It did kind of
2: seem like the setup was going to be. Yeah, he's bad, but he's doing it for an ultimate good. But then nothing came of that, right? Like yes. like he's just bad
1: for the sake of being bad.
2: Right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But but when he was like introducing the thing with the timelines and the that visual, he was like I have to they're they're making a mess and I have to like correct Keep it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then that didn't come to fruition or didn't become a major uh
0: through plot line going forward exactly right so like so it made it really weird for me because i i wanted to like this movie because it had some you know it had a lot of potential going in but what we got was just a zany adventure to like free you know the rebels from the empire of kang oh
1: god you so want to run through real quick <laughs> look exactly. at all these cool
0: toys <laughs> These characters that we haven't that, that aren't toys yet. Yeah. Cheaty. I know. I was excited when I saw him, and then I didn't care at all about his character.
1: He just wanted that just, Marvel credit on IMDb. I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh Modoc, best character in the whole damn movie, other than Hank Pym.
2: who, who is, is this, this one? Is this um did she play the mummy? No. Uh, no.
0: No. She's not the mummy from Tom Cruise. No, no, but she was in an episode of The Mandalorian, I remember. Hmm. Maybe I, I I was like, this this girl is so familiar, I couldn't put my finger on
1: it though.
2: I didn't I didn't bother to look it up. There, uh there's Andy's uh Andy's
0: dude. was saying. this Veb was this the character Veb?
1: Yes, the news guy
0: yeah so here's the weird part about this uh and by the way i i do know that we do have people active in the audience i'm sharing some but uh zach was also asking about the ending of the movie is like wouldn't it have been better to if scott and hope were trapped oh 100% we we, instantly saved we haven't got there
2: at that 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 was a dumb thing for me but when we get to the end
0: that that was that was pretty bad but uh But back to uh, Veb, what was really weird about him is I didn't know until I saw in the credits, he was voiced by David Damalschian, right? Uh, Which is weird because that guy played Kurt in the previous two movies alongside T.I. and uh, Michael Pena, who were like a really core part of the supporting cast of the Ant-Man You're getting T.I.
1: T.I. has legal problems right now. I don't think you're getting T.I. in a movie.
0: I'm just saying we didn't even acknowledge them in any way at all. Agent Jimmy Woo has a cameo in this movie and Michael Pena does not. Yeah. And that broke my heart. It broke my heart. But I guess, you know, at least they got David or I can never say his name. Uh, they got him, but I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was him until the end of the movie. And that was weird to me. Uh, we last saw him as Polka Dot Man in the Suicide Squad, by the way. Um, oh that
1: where,
0: guy yeah he was in he's in all the ant-man movies but they just never let him yeah. do anything meaningful he's the one with I- the better agent so
1: you gotta of the part
0: i guess so yeah but um i don't know i felt like it was weird to me that the only nods that we got to the old ant-man movies in this movie which is kind of making it a, a trilogy was the baskin robbins joke and like, you know, the fact that he uh, he loves his daughter and the B guy, the B guy, you know what I mean? But like, I just felt like it was weird how many elements uh, were set up in the second movie that had no relevance to this movie at all, other than Quantum Realm. So it was just weird. Uh, the, it was the Quantum for- Realm was... The main character of the movie, if you know what I mean, like it really was right, other than Modoc <laughs> right <laughs> um what I think else? it'll I think it'll age better
1: though, I think five five years from now, once everything's wrapped up for this this uh phase, like all right, there are some
0: things in that movie that were was- is not this phase is not gonna take five years
1: what
2: number movie are we in this phase 31st as in well, 31 flavors no no like uh, this phase. The first this
1: is phase five start of phase five right. this, oh, this, this is, is number is
2: one
0: yes this is phase yeah. five
2: hmm?
0: so phase four was which one to which black uh wakanda forever is the no black, black widow all the way until guardians of the galaxy christmas special hmm? what was the black last Panther. black man okay yeah. no no spider-man no Way Home was the or Spider-Man for Spider-Man last movie oh, from the, phase four. Oh, the last movie from phase four. Yeah. Movie movie. But you don't yeah. count you don't count Werewolf by Night and, and all those other ones. I no, know. I count
1: Black Panther, because that was the last thing.
0: What about the Guardian special? Yeah, but that didn't add
1: anything to the
0: We learned that Cosmo's hanging out with them. I
2: know, but I mean you know in terms of the and
0: Kevin Bacon's part of the MCU
2: <laughs> He's in the MCU, I don't know. If he's, he's he's in it. Um okay, so this is number 1 building towards Avengers uh Kang whatever it's called.
0: Kang yeah. Dynasty. Mm-hmm.
2: Kang Dynasty. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cuz I thought the beginning was like um uh whatever it was a couple movies ago and i was like oh uh like multi multiverse of madness and i was like all right mm-hmm. this is kind of like the start of nothingness like it's just this, this whole <laughs> quantum weirdness. A lot of it's
1: like feel the
0: sci-fi version of-, of that movie a lot of people feel that phase four was all the start of nothingness but yeah
2: okay okay so this is the start of
0: more nothingness
2: well i can see this uh
1: because because i thought like the last big like like moving point was probably loki i would say
0: right yeah so here's you
1: kind of saw where everything's going
0: here's the grim reality uh, that this movie made me you know uh realize i love comic books i totally i i grew up reading them they they were a great source of of inspiration for me a great source of entertainment a great source of, of stuff to like me to just obsess over. Uh, but I eventually broke away from reading them as regularly as I did. Right. Uh, Cause it just, at a certain point, there's just a jumping off point where the stories no longer resonate to you. Uh, but that doesn't stop them from telling those stories forever and ever and ever. And I feel like the MCU will do that. It will exist forever and ever and ever. It's just going to keep going. And it's eventually going to get to the part where stories are easier to pick apart or they just don't feel uh, relevant to you because they're recreating their comic book model in movie form and TV form. So I'm going to just keep enjoying the ride as long as I can. But I am seeing the cracks in 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 the, <laughs> the stories can only get so epic you know what i mean like they cannot this it's hard to keep upping the ante you you can i'm impressed that they've upped the ante for 31 movies man but like i don't know if i've enjoyed the upping of the ante for the last i don't know seven (laughs) like we're getting
1: a little bit of a derailment right of uh of the uh high praise the mcu's had for the past like uh i have to say decade i mean the the first the phase four i don't think was beloved but i don't people weren't were picking it apart but to your point dennis yes the the wheels are squeaking on the on the mcu train right now
0: yeah but but the wheels are only squeaking to certain people right like the reality mm-hmm. is is like it's gonna keep going forever and ever and ever It's going to be like, we're going to be like 80 and they're still going to be putting out movies. Kevin Feige will be long dead and (laughs) they'll still be putting out those movies. Uh, They'll still find a way to, to connect to Iron Man. They will always do it because they have built something that no one else has successfully done. And I think there's no reason that they ever, ever have to stop, but we better be okay with the fact that these stories are not going to keep uh blowing our minds if they ever did I don't know I think I think the last time my mind was blown was uh the uh infinity infinity war was it infinity war is that the name of that was the name of that one right yeah infinity. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was the last time other than that I pretty much show up to see like key moments that really tell me that they got the character they understood it and they're like look at how cool this looks and for me i was missing that for ant man like but i got it out of hank pym who was the original ant man like for me i got i got a comic book real uh you know made made real in those few moments with him everything else was just like what am i looking at like what when when Ant Man starts losing his mind and and breaks off into a million me-seeks of himself, like <laughs> like I felt so weird about that scene because it felt like when they were climbing on each other, as much as it was, uh, you know, giving a nod back to the ants, the I think the carpenter ants from the first movie, right. how they they work together to do that. It, to me, I just felt like I was re-watching that scene in uh when Mysterio makes Spider-Man like hallucinate and he has to fight a bunch of Spider-Man I was like at some point you're just doing this just to fill the screen with a bunch of really cool stuff that makes for great uh isolated art but out of context or 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 in context of the story I'm like what is this what why Why am I watching this? I don't know. They gotta sell
1: those 3D tickets, man. That's what
0: that sequence is for. I guess. I guess that
1: was
2: for 3D. Like, so you you watch from the viewpoint of like a comic book like lore viewpoint. Whereas like someone like me who's more casual, to me, it's like, so like uh for me, like I, I don't watch sitcoms because there's no Point there's no point to me like yet laughing obviously but like I I now am stuck in this you know the the episodic arc of a season kind of thing right like I I don't watch shows unless it tells like a story and and goes through this arc and so to me or a perfect the... match <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 like a yeah you're anyways <laughs> well, yeah exactly it's 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 this and that right and and to me like the end goal is something like end game where there, there there's going to be so phase five i'm i'm hoping to see like an arc all these movies are episodes very long episodes in that it builds up into this really big culmination just like it did with you know uh end game right like so episodes will be of varying quality right but they'll be really good ones so as long as like so i'll keep watching them because it's advancing this greater story i the 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 last few movies were kind of those middle episodes i feel like that just are in there that don't really like push it forward but i think if this is the start okay well we're, we're gonna see a a gradual buildup of Kang and, 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 and this buildup and we'll get a culmination. So, so I'm in it for the ride in the long haul beyond that. I don't know if they can keep upping the ante per se, um, but that's, that's kind of like my motivation for watching. I can, I find them entertaining um, at a minimum. Right. So,
0: so they, they, they still keep me entertained. I agree. I, I feel like, you know, I'm I'm getting a spectacle when I go watch them, and right. that's why they're I like candy, right? I mean... The only thing I go watch in the theaters pretty much because I don't want to miss a chapter in the story. Um, but I do feel like if I'm investing this much of my time into the story, I kind of hope that there actually is a story worth telling. Yeah, and and it's been it's been kind of annoying to for a while now that like I keep holding my breath. Thinking, nah, there's a story, but but I'm like, but is there? Because when I watch <laughs> this movie, I'm like, is there a story though? Like, I, I think it's the start of a story. Because like, it, you know,
2: uh, Black Widow and Wakanda Forever, those all
0: kind of just felt like real standalones, like tying up loose ends of the. I, I feel Lost like uh, the Black Panther, yeah, was tying up the biggest of and of, of loose ends. Uh, But Black Panther actually did a lot to world build in that movie. Sure. Like it did. It did some really cool, meaningful new changes or additions to the world in the MCU. Right. And you better believe that we're going to be seeing a lot more Namor and Atlanteans and whatever else is down there. Right. Um, It's cool. It's a cool setup. Do you think we're going to get more quantum realm is is my question. Well, even before
2: in the previous phase, the quantum realm was just more of the plot point that kind of brought it back that allowed them to like fix it. Right. Like
1: I think you have more quantum realm though, for sure. Really? I don't,
0: I don't know if I want to see more quantum realm. Do I want, no. (laughs) Do I want
1: to see more quantum realm? No.
0: (laughs) Do I think you're going to see some more? Yes. But isn't that a bummer that when we finally got it, we're just like, I don't I don't want this. I don't want the quantum realm.
2: Well, cuz you know like with uh like Doctor Strange and Dormammu it, it showed kind of like how big our universe is already, right? Like the 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 magnitude of it. It brought in Guardians of the Galaxy, it explores the universe and like these worlds that we live in that like can tangibly be explored and then once you get to the quantum realm and you introduce this other universe that's just as big as our reality it, it loses there's a disconnect there because like it's no longer tangible it's like with quantum with guardians of the galaxy it's like yeah we can go to space theoretically and we can find these things right but then to have this whole other that that same universe existing within the quantum realm within a thing that we can't see it like there's a disconnect there in terms it, of like tangibility it, you
0: know yeah i kept wondering to myself because as i kept watching ant-man grow big and then grow small <laughs> you know like why don't you go even smaller to the other other quantum realm like it's i just sub- right right it, 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 yeah, yeah right <laughs> like it just yeah I, I just didn't understand what the limits or the rules of anything were and that kind of goes back to kang also right like it was cool that he explained that he's got technology that way exceeds ours and stuff. But like, I didn't understand, like, I, like I didn't understand why he lost at the end of the movie. He when, touched the thing. Come on, when he was basically demonstrating abilities that are godlike, right? He like you couldn't touch that guy. Like nothing. Like he could he could get information out of anybody just by just moving his hand around and like Cassie would like get levitated. And like, she's like, he's doing like force handling level 20, like way beyond anything Darth (laughs) Vader ever did. Right. And I'm like, okay, don't mess with this guy. Unless you got a giant army of ants. Like as much as I loved Hank Pym coming to the rescue, I didn't understand why that worked. And it's because they didn't ever give me a definition of what Kang can and can't do. There was never like the MacGuffin, which is like, don't touch this thing on his suit because it powers everything. You know, like it was just like, ah, yeah, his suit is powerful. Sure. And so then his suit gets broken for some reason. I don't I didn't understand. And it just kept there were so many moments like this in the movie that just kept pulling me out and saying, like, are you even gonna try? to tell me this story (laughs) like are you are you trying is this you trying now like that's that's how i felt it kind of goes back to
2: like my previous discussion about the dream state it's like you're in the quantum realm now like this whole other world of physics and possibilities is available and it it breaks reality because what are the rules now right
0: like if anything is possible there's no there's there's a disconnect I've heard once before in a previous movie that time works different in the quantum realm, <laughs> and yet we never got anything related to time in this whole movie. Sorry, that's the last time I will bitch about that. I was just so. they are not wrong. I mean, from what they set up in in prior movies,
1: because in the end, right, they uh, they open a portal and get out. They were in the quantum realm for hours. So that that. that by the movie or the MC's own logic, they should be transported at least like a hundred years into the future.
2: I I did. I did think when they came back, it was going to be, you know, some sort of different time, you know, like, like interstellar,
0: right? Like, yeah, but it didn't matter. Right. No, they spent nights. They spent nights there. Like they, they were there for several days and yeah, I don't, none of the rules made any sense at all. Uh, I'm gonna stop ragging. Uh, I do want to go back to our get our uh, our fan in the audience who uh, has been watching Zach. Uh, He was mentioning uh, what'll get him psyched uh, about the MCU in the future is once we get mutants, it'll bring a it'll bring a big enough impact to the MCU, but feels super disjointed for the past couple years. (laughs) See, that's my thing though. I keep thinking that the next thing that they put out is going to make it better. I had a lot of expectations for Kang. In this movie. And I don't know. I, do I think Jonathan Majors was a super good actor? Yes. Do I think the writing for that character was good? No. I don't what, what, what does it. that mean by mutants? Once we get mutants. The, the mutants. The X-Men. The X-Men are coming. Oh.
1: That's the rumor title of the, of the X-Men movie. The,
0: or... It's called The Mutants. Is, yeah. the, is the new oh. movie. Supposedly. And... I mean, we got Atlanteans, so all that's really left is is the X-Men, right? Right. Like, like, the only other weird freaks of the universe, right? And then the X-Men have their whole other different subcultures within them. And you get the
1: Inhumans them. again.
0: No, we're not getting no humans <laughs> ever again. Uh, but that's, I, I understand, Zach. I'm just saying, like, maybe don't hold your breath for the mutants. Because, like, I think they're trying to tell you, you're supposed to just be enjoying everything that we give you. Um, and if you're not, maybe that's your time to jump off and uh, play Marvel Snap or go read old <laughs> comic books. Is, or... is X-Men going to be part of this phase? Next phase, right? I think mm, Kicking off? Or, or is, it's, it, it's, is it this uh, phase? No.
1: No, they haven't even announced a, a movie.
0: All we know is that Kamala Khan was officially confirmed to be the first mutant at the end of Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yep. Sorry, the first official mutant. Uh mm-hmm. the implication they did mention Namor said he is a mutant as well mm-hmm. in in that movie. Aro, so Namor is technically the first mutant. Have
2: just. we not have
0: mutants to this point? Not confirmed. Like they'll, um, they'll probably
1: recon... for
0: example uh yeah the uh ursa major the the bear uh mutant uh that character is in uh black widow he's the prisoner that that um that red guardian breaks his arm when when they're arm wrestling um that's an actual character that in the comics is a mutant um and i remember he was going on the actor was going on twitter saying like i'm the first mutant in the mcu you know like but who knows we we don't know we have no confirmation yet of other mutants they could just be hiding or maybe professor x is convincing the world that they don't exist you know what i mean that would be a pretty cool easy way to to work them in right? remind yeah.
2: me of the difference between mutants and like people just born with super our mutants are people born with superpowers right? humans that are
0: oh i think ricky can do this now
1: no it makes no
0: sense. mitochlorians <laughs> it, it, Sure, it's the X gene. <laughs> there is a specific gene okay. that they they carry, and, and they're if they're they're either born with it right. uh, active or they're born with it um, dormant. You know, you know, I I, I never made the because
2: you know I grew up with X Men and I know about the X gene and the, and the mutants and the search for mutants. I never put it together that everyone we've seen so far. Is of otherworldly power, of no power, or, yeah, like or like gamma rays or something like that. I,
0: I never put two I mean, and two together. Pretty, pretty no, friendly. we have seen characters now, like in in more recent stuff, that they just have powers and they some you know can't explain it and stuff like that. Uh, I think you know, obviously, you don't have to count agents of shield if you don't want to. Count but, shield. Uh,
1: There's a lot of a lot of them in there. What? and, and
0: uh, she hulk yes and she hulk that's where you got a lot but, but no right? one watched hulk come on i think <laughs> a lot of people watch she hulk just so they can hate on it but i love that show and i really appreciated that that show was finally showing you that there is a much bigger universe of characters out there that may or may not have powers and and may be public with them or not public with them, you know um but yeah, I think I think there is a, a very giant world of characters to explore. I was kind of bummed that Ant-Man was giving us characters that I didn't want. Like I didn't. I don't I don't remember any of those characters from the comic. Other than that guy with the big giant metal eye, like I've seen him before in the comics and I cannot remember. What I thought that was from.
2: I thought that was Destroyer. Just because
0: I play Marvel no. <laughs> no, he's not destroyer. This is a character I have seen in Jack Kirby style art, and I cannot for the life remember. What was that?
1: It's just I guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. But he dies, he gets ripped apart. Spoilers. Um, and I was like, okay, I guess I don't get to care about him. And then and, and then uh Modoc dies. And uh and then he's like, At least I died in Avenger. And I'm like, Well, I cared about him. <laughs> um and then i wish i wish like like zach was saying earlier i wish that like you know that sacrifice where, where scott and, and wasp go back you know into the quantum realm yes. to save everything i wish that would have that meant something meant something yes. yeah yeah but the fact that i was like andy said
2: too like it was cheap it was like wait wait, wait. two seconds later like a portal opens like that was it's supposed to be a it's sacrifice the mistakes. Yeah. yeah, the sacrifice of her coming back to save him should have been something you know what I mean like they're stuck there for until the next movie or whatever but until like,
0: until uh Cassie is now operating as stature in the young in the young Avengers movie. is that who she is yeah, she's stature, which is a brand new marvel uh snap card that came out this week. <laughs>
2: That's, that's the only reason I know that name.
0: Uh, yeah. Stature is from the Young Avengers comic, which is a really cool comic. Came out, I think, in like 2001. Maybe maybe Four. earlier than that. Uh, but yeah, they, they've been setting up the Young Avengers uh, throughout all of these movies um for a while now. I was most excited about seeing Cassie in Ant-Man 1 because I was like, wow, they've got Cassie, but she's a little girl they're going to do this forever. But then they like <laughs> fast forwarded to the, and aged up the actress with the new replacement actresses. And I was like, okay, but they're still going to do this forever. They're just not going to, you know, do it as long or they're not going to stretch it as much as I thought they would. But yeah, the, uh, the, I think who do we have right now? We have uh, Eli, uh, AKA. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, Elijah. Or, sorry. Elijah is the grandson of the black Captain America that was in um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier Mm -hmm. remember the the original Captain America the the one that we found out was the secret test subject before Steve Um, he is featured briefly in that show uh, but he will become Patriot Uh, we have uh, Uh, Hawkeye Hawkeye, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop is another member of the young Avengers um Wanda's children Good uh Billy and and tommy, tommy. yeah then the hulk son those oh, no. no no the Hulk son is not a young avenger uh he could be, but in the m c u but he's not uh Hulkling is a scroll um oh, is a scroll, okay. so we're probably gonna get him in secret evasion. Uh, next what this in, a, in next few months
1: something like that. It's unannounced, but it's probably going to be made.
0: Yeah. So, uh, a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them are in there as 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 they're basically legacy characters, you know, from from previous superheroes. Uh, but uh, Iron Lad, I'm kind of spoiling this a little bit for people who haven't read Young Avengers, but Iron Lad is revealed actually to be, uh, Nathaniel Richards aka a Kang. Um, And so it's no coincidence that at the end of the movie, uh, when you see three Kangs, um, one of them is playing a character called Immortus. One is playing Rama Tut. And the other is wearing clothing and or like coloring that is very reminiscent of Iron Lad. So we may see him again as a younger version. That's not Jonathan majors Maybe played as a, as a teenager King, but that's the whole thing. Like Kang can be any age and any, you know, cause there's, there's all these different variants of him that are operating at different ages in their lives. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, that was me nerding out on, on, on the stuff that's <laughs> been, that has been the seeds that have been planted. If it's any good, like, you know, we'll see you think it's going to be a TV show? The Young Avengers. I think that's I think a movie. That, well, that's a movie. That's okay. a movie for sure.
1: I think you'll definitely see Kang's uh, like peppered in. You'll just see a random king variant here, there, each in uh, each of the upcoming movies, and I'll, that would be for me like a cool way to pull it all together. So once you finally do the the king dynasty movie, you already have that background built in.
0: Oh, uh, uh, okay, but uh, I don't know how much longer uh, you guys want to keep talking about this. But I did want to point out uh, how weird it was that we got a p- mid credits and a post credits, and they were both King related. That was just like, is this even an Ant Man story? Um, I was kind of weirded out by that. You know, like it, it just it felt weird. That I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a, an MCU movie where both. Uh, scenes were actually feeding into the same, the uh, same thing.
1: It's been a minute for sure, right? But it was welcome. I dug it. Did you really? Yeah, I I really did like to post all things aside. I did like to post credit scene because it it just expanded on that King story more more so than what the movie gave you. Mm. So it was nice to see that that forward progress. At least somewhere, you know, somewhere in the story.
0: Gotcha. Um, I meant to, I meant to uh, mention. Apparently, the guy the, the the version of Nathaniel Richards that is Iron Lad is also Reed's father.
1: Yeah, what is Nathaniel Richards, Reed's father?
0: I think he's also the great 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 something. You know what I mean? Depends on so how you look it's, at it. Yeah, so it's, like, both. No, I mean, like, grandson. He's also, like, great, 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 yeah. great, 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 But, yeah. But any case, uh, I, I do think it's cool that, you know, they're setting stuff up. I do believe that Jonathan Majors will be great at playing these different characters. It felt a little cartoony for me in the post-credits. Like, it was a little... Two over the top for all the three the the different ones that were hanging out together. the other whatever a, it was a
2: just shot point. I saw you know uh, someone did a comparison to the comic book that it came from, and it was shot, for as shot. As, yeah, it was it, pretty it, accurate it, yeah
0: it was shot for shot looks wise i'm not I'm not knocking the looks like yeah, everything looked very comic accurate um I just felt like it just felt like let's let yeah let's get to it let's get to that let's how long do I have to wait for that is it another two years three years probably, four? yeah probably
2: yeah I mean like Ant-Man <laughs> has always felt like just a minor character like it's just like a sub note you know it was only important in the main phase to introduce to make the
0: thing to you know, so he came yeah, back they,
1: and give you the MacGuffin. Yeah. yeah but, I, but
0: I feel like in his own movie, he actually mattered in the first movie. Like he, yeah. his first movie is an excellent movie. We just rewatched it a few weeks ago. Mm. And it's a great movie that ages well and, and it really highlights all the Ant Maniness of Ant Man, you know? And yeah, when he shows up in the bigger crossover stuff, He's kind of the joke, right? He's the joke of them all. Yeah. Uh, But in his own story, he is the guy, right? Like he's really cool. I didn't feel he was cool in this this movie. And I think that's what really bums me out the most is because you go see a movie called Ant-Man and the Wasp. And neither Ant-Man nor the Wasp are really the coolest parts of the movie.
2: Did you notice Evangeline Lilly, like every scene she was in? like where there was standing where there was standing dialogue she always like started doing this pose yeah every (laughs) every she was always this was
0: like i was like every single scene she's got trauma i guess she's She's like i'm like all right well she only literally only has like three scenes she has almost no scenes in that movie and it's really weird because it's like it's called ant-man and the wasp and as like what is her arc she has zero story in that movie. She's just she's just surprised constantly that her mom is such a D-bag for not telling her anything. <laughs> like her entire role in that movie is to be surprised at her mom. That's weird. And do the and do the action pose. Do this. Yeah. But yeah. it would have been
2: much better had they ended with the actual sacrifice.
0: Yeah. You know, I, like sure, why? for sure. Why?
2: why that it it ruined the movie it didn't ruin the movie but i was like the ending was so unsatisfying like yeah i and then and you know because it does that all of a sudden they're back and then he goes back to the intro scene where he's walking around and
0: it's like all right and then he's like wait did i save the universe yeah (laughs) yeah no no it's good it's good it's good yeah and it's like is there more kang to come (laughs) (laughs) no no it's probably not you know like I'm like, oh my god, movie. You're really like a comma for the for the for the, the giant story of the MCU. It's just like
2: yeah, because usually like next? the number one is a big one, right? The number one will set the tone, but it failed to set the tone. This is your eye, be... man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it yeah, it didn't it didn't set the tone for the this next phase, right? It just did a lot of introductions, but usually you gotta you gotta have the bang but it's the hook that 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 draws you in to the I think it's story. also
0: the character interactions that really sell it too and I feel like that's what I was missing from this is like I didn't feel like this cast was really having fun with each other and and by the way coincidentally I found out that this was actually the first ant-man movie that was not co-written by Paul Rudd and I think that shows like I think I think a lot of what brought like you know, when I was really excited when I saw that Paul Rudd wrote the first movie, uh, with you know, with uh, Adam McKay, and like after, uh, after Edgar Wright had left the left the um, the project, it shows in that movie because they really have a lot of scenes that really like play to Paul yeah, it's Rudd's a good charm, for sure. Right, like his charm mm-hmm. is is endless. Like, and so I was missing that in this movie. I I didn't feel like he was charming you know with cassie i didn't feel like he was charming with with uh with hope and i didn't feel like he was even like on kang's radar whenever they were in scenes together like they just felt like can we just get done with this like i <laughs> i need to get my mcguffin so that i can go kill a bunch of Kangs, and he didn't really care about scott at all and, and no, it was- well he i mean pun
2: intended like he was an ant to him you know what i mean like
0: <laughs>
2: it, it scott was a, not, a nothing he's killed the avengers before you know he's killed
0: thor or whatever like what what scott you know yeah that was i think yeah okay i need to i need to stop because i think if i keep going i'm just gonna make myself sad we're going to the dark uh, dark mcu place. yeah i <laughs> i do not really enjoyed this movie a lot I think it's really far down on my list of MCU movies I think the saving grace for me is that MODOK is so offensively bad looking (laughs) that it just makes it so funny comes comes back around (laughs) it's so good it's, it's just, so yeah, bad it, it's good. It, it, it's just yeah, it's so bad it's good. It's so bad it's good. like all those Netflix shows we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Oh, it's man. cyclical. Yes. That explains it all. <laughs> yes. Yes. I showed the picture of, of Modoc to my wife because she opted out of going to the movies with me at the last minute when we saw the Rotten Tomatoes scores. She had me refund her ticket. She didn't want to go, right? She refused. Just I can't. I came home and I showed her the picture of Modoc. She <laughs> said she laughed out loud and said, that would have been worth the two hours. Um, and I think it's it's true, because when I came out of that movie, the only thing I could think of was MODOK and how much I'm still thinking about that the, a week later. It's the only thing I care about about that movie. Um, So it was the most
2: I, unique thing about the movie.
0: It was. And he had a full arc and he died a, a beautiful Avenger. And so <laughs> cool. We're like, yeah. But other than that, like I guess what I'm trying to say is on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably give this one a 5. What about you guys? Uh, I think I live in that 4 territory. Yeah, I don't know if I have... I feel like 5 is a little generous. (laughs) Yeah, maybe 5 is generous. I'd give it a a 5. Like, I was entertained.
2: I didn't blow my mind. I wasn't like... Horribly disappointed. I didn't expect much just because it was an Ant Man movie. I didn't leave the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, we're talking about one to ten on the Marvel scale, right? Like, yeah, we're not I like guess, yeah. Schindler's <laughs> List, ten. Like, <laughs> yeah, know. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it was the it was five. It
0: was, uh, you
2: know, it was entertaining enough. Um,
0: Go see it for Modoc at the very least. I, I'm not going to watch it. enough.
2: I'm not gonna watch it again when it comes out on, you know, Disney Plus. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: it's it's pretty it's a pretty rough sell for for watching it again. All right, well, there you go. That's our really long winded review of this movie uh, after not seeing it for a week and trying to remember all the bits. If we miss stuff, please feel free to chime in in the comments. Uh, by the way, thanks to Andy and uh, Zach for joining us in the uh, in the comments for the show. Uh, Zach, I can't confirm, but I believe the Fantastic Four does start the phase six. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, Ricky. Uh, oh, so that, sorry to see sorry. that
2: that that's a setup for a dynamic start. Like, Fantastic Four has so much that it can do that that you can really oh, the, the sky's want. the limit. Oh, yeah. With Fantastic yeah. Four. yeah, for sure. But yeah. but but if that's the start, right? Like, a minor character like Ant Man as the start of the phase like it's just like a well,
0: a little I mean, fire a little yeah, firecracker you, you, you know? went away for a minute uh on the on the show earlier when i was talking about it but just to be clear uh kang his real name is nathaniel richards aka reed richards he is related to yeah. uh, reed depending on how you look at it he's been his father at times or he is like in certain in timelines or he is full circle. He is, great-grandson 80 billion times removed or something like that um so we are seeing the trick that the the slight glimpses of a tease at a fan at fantastic four already happening right now
2: right but i'm saying yeah. like fantastic four is a major staple of marvel like that's going to start with a bang right like it's like starting with x-men or or a big name versus like ant-man <laughs> as the start of a phase you know it's like
1: yeah like
0: i feel you i feel you but well, i cool. wanted to say thanks for hanging out with us to talk about this i don't want to keep you talking about this any longer on this show uh we can you can do it at more if you want in the soapbox coming up next uh thanks to uh ricky as well for joining us for this uh thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and uh yeah, if you had fun, please remember to like and subscribe. And you can check us out on Patreon for our after show, uh, the soapbox starting moments from now. I don't know that we're gonna be having a live show next week because I believe the Mandalorian uh comes yeah. back. And so Ricky and I are in talks to do Wait. our uh pre-recorded show We Have Spoken March first podcast the Mando's back.
2: Isn't yeah. he in colorado or wyoming right now like what how is he
0: i think it's gonna end right right after or it's gonna start right after Uh, the last of us ends
1: yeah right it's like it's like yeah right after there's only two more episodes last of us
0: yeah i think so so but anyways if you got anything to add do it right now because i'm gonna sign us off um this was not the
2: Last of Us, Episode 3 of the Marvel MCU.
0: (laughs) So true. So true. All right. You got anything, Ricky? No. Okay, guys. See you next time on DenXL. See you, True Believers. Enough said.
1: Bye, guys. (laughs)